What if there was a way to biohack your skin health so you could essentially anti-age and actually look like you are anti-aging? Well, you can. And on today's episode, we bring on the founder of Young Goose, Amate Eshao. So these cells are in jail, okay? They did not behave well. And now the body says, well, you could become cancerous. You can become dangerous. I'm gonna put you in jail. You're in growth arrest. And they're also called, by the way, zombie cells. They infect other cells. They, they don't contribute to the organism. They only create inflammation. And they actually infect other cells in aging, literally in the disease aging. And your skin has the most amount of those senescent cells as you grow older. So we accumulate those senescent cells in very specific areas. These areas then inf create inflammation, not only in the skin, but they start to create inflammation in the brain as well. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, the host of the Keto Camp Podcast. You can learn more about me over at benazadi.com. I hope you're having an incredible day today. I always have vitamin G for you, gratitude, that is, for tuning in out of all the options out there, you chose us. I recently got back just yesterday from the recording of this intro from Denver. I was in Denver, Colorado, attending, and I was also moderating a panel at Low Carb Denver. Some of you listening might have been there. It was such an awesome event. I was just blown away by the incredible amount of speakers. Dr. Jeffrey Gerber, the Denver's diet doctor, hosted this amazing organization, this amazing conference. This is my first time attending it. And the speakers, as I mentioned, were incredible. I was honored to share the stage uh, Sunday morning with uh, to moderate a panel with some incredible speakers there. And it was just a great time. So if I saw you there and we hung out and I gave you a hug, what an honor that was. And I hope hopefully could see you soon at, at another conference, which is going to be KetoCon in April. So you can learn more about that over at ketocon.org. And the coupon code to get 50 bucks off your ticket price is Keto Camp. But this past weekend was awesome. Uh, I learned a lot about the importance of protein. <laughs> that was kind of a reoccurring theme, at least Sunday morning for the conference. And Gabrielle Lyon spoke really well about that. But you know, if you're not prioritizing protein, that's what we focus on. In the beginning, if you're new to keto, we prioritize fat for 14 days as we gradually decrease your carbs. And then once we've gotten you into ketosis, you're fat adapted, then we prioritize protein and actually scale down the fat. So if you're not 
prioritizing animal-based protein, here's a simple recommendation for you. Make sure the first meal you consume contains at least 40 grams of animal-based protein and make sure the last meal you consume contains at least 40 grams of animal-based protein and then just build from there. Now, today's episode is not about protein. It's about skin and biohacking your skin with Amate. Amate is a a good friend of mine. I, I love this guy and his beautiful wife. They're doing some great things out there, and they're really um, pioneering and revolutionizing skin care with their amazing products. Uh, Their company is called Young Goose. You might have seen them at conferences, have heard about them. I've been on their podcast, which is the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. And here's what we're going to discuss on today's episode. Make sure you grab a pen and paper, a lot of golden nuggets here. We're going to discuss NAD. Now, allow me to share with you how to pronounce NAD. It's a mouthful. It's nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. So we're going to call it NAD because that's a lot easier. So what is NAD? You know, Dr. David Sinclair has really made it popular as a, as a nutrient, a supplement that actually helps with anti-aging. So we're going to talk about NAD, how it exists in the body, but it's also necessary, what it does and how it's necessary for breaking down, recycling cells, and also protecting your DNA and telomeres. We'll talk about the pros and cons of it. Some of the products that Young Goose has contains NAD. You're going to hear about the strategic way they put that there. And you're just going to get a masterclass on NAD and how it's a precursor and how NAD works to actually help with skin function. You're going to learn about why the look of skin matters. Not from just an aesthetic standpoint, but the healthier your skin, the healthier your inside typically. So we're going to talk about autoluminescence in the skin and how we could identify what exactly that is and how that affects your skin's appearance. We'll talk about what causes acne, why collagen, there's pros and cons to collagen that you can't really put it on your skin, but how collagen helps with skin rejuvenation. We'll talk about senescent cells, aka zombie cells, and why it's important to clear those out so you could feel good. We'll talk about the mechanism between the hypothalamus pituitary, the HPA axis, and your skin. It's important to focus on the HPA, and we'll talk about the environmental stressors that influence that. That'll also discuss senescent cells. We'll talk about why it's important to have a healthy metabolism, and when you do, you'll notice better skin. We'll talk about the root cause of skin tags. If you have skin tags, we'll talk about why you have that, what you can do about it. We'll talk about dark circles underneath your eyes and why that's typically caused by advanced glycation end products and what you can do about that. We'll talk about wrinkles. We'll talk about cellulite. We'll talk about tightening loose skin after weight loss. We'll discuss dairy and why Amate is not a big fan of it. As a matter of fact, I had uh, I was doing carnivore for January. I did it for January and actually got some acne and I thought it might be the dairy and he confirmed that it was. So we'll talk about that and so much more. You're going to love today's episode and you're going to learn all about Young Goose. I love the name. I love the products. Me and my fiance use their products all the time and we included a link for you to get their products and a coupon code for you to get 5% off their products. The coupon code is KETOCAMP. Before I bring on Amate, I want to just get to today's Apple podcast rating and review of the day. Here's a five-star review from John Robertson 20 titled, Great Information. 
I listen to a lot of podcasts as we don't watch TV, and I have over an hour drive each way to work, and I don't listen to the radio. So Keto Camp is the most informative podcast, and Keto Flex is a must-read. John, thank you so much. I'm so glad you allow us to accompany you on your drive, your hour drive to work each way. Uh, good work not watching TV or listening to the radio. Me too. When I'm driving, I'm either listening to a podcast or an audiobook. So I want to thank you and I appreciate you reading Keto Flex as well. If you haven't gotten Keto Flex, you can get it over at ketoflexbook.com, which is my latest book. If you have not left the Keto Camp podcast a rating or a review on whatever platform you're listening from, please take a minute to pause and leave that rating and review. Okay, let's talk about biohacking your skin with Amate. Amate is the co-founder and CEO of Young Goose, a biohacking skincare company on the science of looking younger and replenishing your skin with the right skincare. He has held executive roles in the health, wellness, and beauty industry for over a decade and has been a business development consultant. As co-founder and CEO of Young Goose, the biohacking skincare company and host of the Young Goose's Biohacking Beauty podcast. I was a guest, by the way. Go listen to the podcast. He's been making waves in the industry through education and innovation. Here is Amitai. Amitai, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast, brother. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm super stoked to be here. Yeah, I was just thinking, why didn't we do this in person? You're like 15 minutes from me here in Miami. I know. I know. I feel like if uh, we just set up like a super cool like podcast recording studio in Miami, I mean, we could have the world come here. That's true. That's a good idea because, you know, Miami is the place to be. So many people are traveling here. We get some great yeah. guests just as a, an excuse to come down to Miami. But uh, yeah, you're in Florida like me, South Florida. And uh, you're doing some really great work with your company, Young Goose. Uh, it's just phenomenal what you've been able to do in the skincare, uh, skin health industry. And we're going to talk a lot about skin health. We're going to talk about, uh, I want to ask you about acne, you know, what causes acne? What about cellulite? What about extra skin after weight loss? And then we'll get into some of the cool things you're doing with your company. Before we get there, I mean, I, I would love for you to just go back in time a little bit and what transpired that led you into this space of skin health and biohacking, et cetera? What were the steps that got you there? Yeah, I mean, I think anyone you you talk about like uh, health in general, health entrepreneurship, somehow it connects to their personal story, some health issues that they had, and that kind of led them down that path. And then probably their entrepreneur nature kind of led them into being an entrepreneur in that, in that area, right? So I'm not very different in the way where I got out of the military. I was uh, in Israeli special operations, had some, some wear and tear on my body. And I got recruited into into biotech, into into um, some some startups in the health industry, uh, etc. And what I was interested in, because I believe that it, you can do a much better job doing something you're interested in, was that in, intersection between wellness and technology. And along my journey, I, I was a uh, an executive in one of the. Um, maybe like the first company who ever took what is now red light therapy from the medical field to the uh, consumer side. And you, I don't know if you can even relate to it now because it, it is now so ubiquitous. And so, I mean, like most people have it in their, in their house or at least in their gym. Right. Um, but when we started, it was extremely difficult to have people understand why they should use something like that. Like why, why would they even waste, 
in, in air quotes, their time standing in front of red light. And since this was a medical company kind of transitioning, what our sales language relied a lot on is like end case scenarios. It was like, well, if you lose a limb and you don't want phantom pain, right? It wasn't like something people can relate to. But what people we found out could really relate to is there is the difference in like their skin health or uh, athletic performance or again, like post weight loss, skin laxity and things like that. And it really spoke to me. I mean, making a difference in people's life where they can kind of have a visual resonance with their health journey for that matter was amazing to me because I think most things, uh, you know, low carb diets in general might be and exercise in general. I mean, what I really like to equate it to is, is working out in the gym and getting a pump in your muscles because that pump is kind of a gateway to the future. Like, okay, if I do that every day, these are what are gonna, my muscles are going to be without me pumping them, right? So the same way with red light therapy for the skin or something like that, we can have some relationship between our health journey and the way we, we look at why we're, we're happy to look in the mirror. And that was kind of the first inception of me wanting to make a difference in how people look, but from also from like a wellness standpoint. And when I discovered for myself also NAD, back then it was IVs and figured out that they were extremely expensive. But I mean, when I discovered them, they were like $1,500 for IV. Oh, wow. You know, a cheap place would be like $750 in IV. Plus the, the time spent getting the drip, right? Several hours. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, golf is an expensive sport, not because it's expensive, maybe also, but it's because the, it's the middle of the day and you need to spend four or five hours minimum, right? So the same thing with the vitamins, uh, vitamin IVs or NAD IVs in general, it's like four or six hours to sit in a chair in an office, you know, secluded from the world. So we tried to do a transdermal application for it. It didn't work so well because the skin liked it so much. But since we were connected to this idea of wellness, the skin, getting results, et cetera, it actually really appealed to us. And we made lemonade out of lemons and uh, made the first real NAD, topical NAD boosting product. And the company kind of grew from there. Since we're interested in many different things, we went after many different molecules and processes and not stayed only in one specific niche, if you would, even though most people recommended we would, but we are, we're kind of mad scientists. What year was that when you uh, made that pivot? Uh, 2014 was when we started studying NAD, topical NAD. Uh, specifically, 2015 was when we understood that it cannot go, well, maybe now we've, we've cracked the code, but in general, that it cannot be absorbed into your bloodstream through your skin. Uh, go transdermally, it, it kind of gets absorbed in the skin, gets uptaken locally by cells, etc., which makes a lot of sense because your skin is the organ that, for the most part, unless we have some, some malady, is, is, is really what requires a lot of DNA repair, which relies on NAD. Any, any kind of anti-aging process relies on NAD, which, which is like regenerative fuel or cellular fuel. So it makes sense that the skin would hold on to it and use it if it could. And that is what we specialized in, like making it, you know, be able to even be utilized. So maybe if you could explain a little bit more about, because you mentioned what NAD does in terms of anti-aging and what it does for regeneration and energy production. Maybe you could go a little bit deeper for those who 
start like at a, at a beginner level, what exactly is NAD and then why is it important to get this molecule? Okay, so that's a great point. And this is, as funny as it sounds, it's like one of the oldest molecules that we've known about for health in general. Like it was discovered in 1903, so 120 years ago. Uh, the person who got a Nobel Prize for discovering it, it was like in the 1920s. So it's not a new molecule, but what we thought for uh, the, the longest time until like the 2000s or the 90s at least, was that this is mainly a, a molecule that kind of aids in energy production. And that was kind of the end of it. So a part of like our fueling system for ourselves. But what we found out when longevity science kind of evolved is that any repair process or any especially like cellular repair process, so not necessarily like the macro, but the micro, of DNA repair, for example, or different enzymes that are responsible for, for maintaining our epigenetics and things like that, they really refer to NAD. And it's almost like you would go, you, you had a Tesla in your, in your garage and you walked outside like, oh, I need to drive five hours. You're looking, you're like, oh, there's 20% in the battery left. I'm not even going to bother. So our repair processes, a lot of the times they're like that. They're kind of snobbish. They're like, oh, if there's not enough NAD, I'm not even going to try. So that is why it is not like, like our fuel gauge for that matter, where it's going to basically drive the same until it's empty. It's going to work. We need to kind of maintain optimal levels of NAD if we want any repair to happen for that matter. So when we're 30, we start really declining in NAD levels. We decline even before that. But when we're, we're hitting 30, there's like a sharp downward curve. And by the time we're 60, uh, we have half of what we need, basically, as far as repair and any type of hallmark of aging. So, so we kind of know how aging looks like on a cellular level. We know what are the hallmarks of aging, what are the different categories to describe aging. Each one of those categories, you could link it back to, to NAD. NAD has some type of uh, involvement uh, in that decline in, in ability. Yeah, so that's fascinating. I know that um, David Sinclair was probably one of like the people who made it the most popular with his Sinclair Labs and the importance of it. A lot of people are now supplementing with NAD. What are the what are the pros and cons of supplementation? What are some red flags to look out for when it comes to taking NAD? And what are some other uses of uh, what are some other ways to get in NAD? Yeah, that's an awesome question because NAD on its own only exists inside your cell. And I think we can talk about a lot of different molecules where we we would like to just consume what the body needs, right? Like um, if we have a wrinkle, we understand that it's deficiency in collagen or breakdown of collagen for that matter. But if I took my collagen powder from my cupboard and just rubbed it on the wrinkle, the wrinkle's not going away. The body doesn't really work in like... In, in that manner where we can give it the end process of something, the end result, and expect it to just understand what we're trying to have it do. Normally, we need to communicate in the body's cascade of responses, kind of plug into one of those processes in the beginning and have the body, fi body figure out, oh, yeah, I have more of whatever that is. The end of it would be fill in the blank. And NAD is quite the same. So if we gave the body NAD, the body has to break it down. It doesn't know how to get it into the cell. It doesn't have the highways to get it into the cells, the pathways. So what it needs, what we need to do is basically 
give the body the building blocks the body creates or recycles, and then it gets it into the cell because it knows how to do that. And then it has more NAD in the cell. Okay. Having said that, actually, there is a something, I think, a cool anecdote most people don't talk about. But having said that, the problem with just supplementing on NAD precursors, NAD building blocks, is that you have like a, a hierarchy of also what they meet first, what organ they meet first, and what organ the body prioritizes. And it's not all the time what you would prioritize as an individual. So for example, if I have brain fog, or if I have a sore shoulder, and I know I need more repair fuel there, when I supplement on NAD, the first thing that is going to meet NAD is going to be my gut. So it's going to break down a lot of it. And then it's going to be my liver, it's which, which is the first bus stop in that system. And the liver is going to keep about 95% or could directly translate about 95% of those building blocks to NAD and keep them. It means that supplementation works, but really what you're getting is a very low amount and you need to do it every day. And it's more to maintain higher levels of NAD, but it's not going to really be a therapeutic approach, if it makes sense. It makes sense. But is so in that scenario, would there be a benefit to the liver getting all that NAD? Like, are you doing some good things for the liver? Definitely. And it's, there is no real tox. There, the difference between benefit and toxicity is enormous. It's, it's hundredfolds. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if you can afford it, you can take a lot of NAD for that matter. There are some modifications of, of what you would take together with it, mainly um, methyl groups, since uh, you're sacrificing methyl groups to uh, break it down or to, to utilize it. So normally we are doing like a one, uh, two to one ratio of NAD precursors, building blocks to methyl groups. And when I say precursors, we're mainly talking about what David Sinclair is talking about, which is called NMN, nicotinamide mononucleotide, and NR, which is another professor, Dr. Banner from MIT, which is kind of another pioneer in the field. They are really interchangeable. There's, I mean, whoever recommends one or the other, it's probably because they make money from one or the other. Okay. They're really interchangeable. So either one would be good. Um, normally it's like if I took a gram of NR, uh, I'm going to take half a gram of trimethylglycine or a, a methyl group. But going back to our kind of bust stop uh, scenario, most of it's going to stay in the liver. And what's not going to stay in the liver is going to go to your muscles, it's going to go to your heart, and it's going to go to your brain in that order, most of the time. So if you care about like your skin health or skin anti-aging or anything like that, it's going to be very, very, very difficult to, to get results there. And also the results that you're going to get are minute. And that is why it's, it's much more beneficial to have NAD precursors, NAD building blocks absorbed directly into the skin and get uptaken by the skin if that's what you're interested in. And then another problem is, is that NAD is more like potential energy. Now we can, we have access to youthful information. Okay. We have the ability to repair cells for that matter. And we also have access to better information on how do we uh, repair uh, whatever that is, uh, skin, collagen, whatever. The problem is, is that your body doesn't know a wrinkle or a sunspot or laxity is a problem. The body does not know it needs to repair it. Why? Because there's no inflammation kind of 
associated with it, attached to it. So we do need to use other processes, other, you know, whatever that is, and we can get to it, but other products to signal to the skin that it needs to go back and repair whatever that is. An example I, I like to give is like a bone that broke and healed in a bad manner. If we want the body to, you know, to correct it, we really need to go back and re-break that bone. So kind of the same thing. Hey, when was the last time you bit into a juicy burger or a perfectly cooked steak and thought to yourself, this is the best thing I've ever tasted? If it's been a while, it's probably because most meat products are conventionally raised, which not only affects the flavor profile, but significantly diminishes the beneficial nutrients and minerals. And believe it or not, even products that are labeled as grass-fed or ethically raised to make you think they're high quality are often finished on grain or in factory farms, which is why I am so excited to share something with you today that will not only help you avoid the hormones, antibiotics, and pesticide residues that diminish the taste of conventionally raised meat, but could also save you nearly $1,000 over the next year on your grocery bill. And the best part? This may be the best tasting thing you've had in a long time. So what the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about Wild Pastures Meat Delivery. They provide the highest quality meats from small, regenerative, family-run farms here in the United States that prioritize sustainability and animal welfare. Their beef is 100% grass-fed. Their pork and poultry are pasture-raised, something you won't find anywhere in the grocery store, resulting in meats that are not only healthier for you, but also better for the environment. One of the reasons why me and my fiance Natasha loves wild pastures is that we can opt out out of supporting harmful conventional farming practices and instead support small family-run farms without spending a fortune. And the convenience doesn't stop there. They offer delivery straight to your door so you can enjoy delicious, high-quality meats without even leaving your house. No matter where you are in the lower 48 states, Wild Pastures has got you covered. Not only is this the most convenient way to get your meat products, but wild pasture meats are better for you nutritionally and they're higher in the total nutrients, phytonutrients, antioxidants, key fatty acids, vitamins, minerals, proteins, and amino acids. And today, for keto campers, for a limited time, you can get 20% off every box plus free shipping for life and... $15 off your first box. This is a crazy deal, and I hope you take advantage of it. So make the switch to Wild Pastures today and save nearly $1,000 on your grocery bill while feeling healthier and enjoying the best tasting meats of your life. All you need to do is go to the link in the podcast notes down below. Everything is already applied. All you got to do is click that link, customize your order, and you'll have some delicious, healthy tasting meats very soon. Head to the podcast notes down below, click the link, enjoy your wild pastures. Okay, let's get right back to this episode. Oh, so the benefits of NID are numerous. Essentially, it's protecting against DNA damage. So it's, it's protecting the telomeres. Is that correct? Yes, it's this is... So really everything that we're going to be talking about as far as you know our health goals we can look at how NAD helps with that. Because what NAD really does, aside from being that energy molecule that I talked about, it fuels 
the um, a series of genes and enzymes that these genes encode, but you can think of those genes. And these genes are responsible for our youthful state. So if we take our DNA, and our DNA is kind of a recipe to whoever we are. As we grow older, this information gets murky. Uh, the ability to read this information it gets more and more difficult. Uh, you can think of a CD and it being scratched. And if you remember, like when it used to get scratched, we used to take like, if you remember, like a toothpaste and a toothbrush and kind of brush it and it would help a little bit, right? So that's kind of what NAD does. Uh, or the, the these enzymes are, are called sirtuins. There are actually two. There are the ones for DNA repair and ones for DNA coherence. These are PARPs and sirtuins. And they rely on NAD. So if there's not enough NAD, they're not going to work. And you can think of sirtuins as the police. And you can think of PARPs as the fire departments. When we have DNA damage, the fire department goes and, and tries to, you know, stop that damage from happening. And the sirtuins are kind of the one that keep the order, right? Keep, keep everything aligned and everyone behaving well. So as we grow older, we have the information in every cell to what it means to be that cell gets more and more corrupted. And that cell does things that the cell is not supposed to do and vice versa, it does not do things that the cell is supposed to do. So we really can think of how this is basically aging as, as in a sentence, right? Uh, any type of aging that we can talk about, if we become allergic to something uh, over time, if we gain weight faster than we would before, if our fat becomes uh, white fat as opposed to brown fat, obviously like collagen production, any kind of end result that we can talk about, but also on a cellular level, it really stems from the inability to access our youthful information. I mean, that is what it is. And NAD is at the base of all of that. So it does protect the telomeres, the end of the DNA from shortening and shortening, but because it allows the process of elongating them. But it also, you know, it also does many, many other things. About 600 different processes are potentiated with NAD. So when we don't have enough, and all of those 600 processes are vying for the supply of NAD, we have a problem. Yeah, uh, so you, that makes total sense. And the analogies help us kind of put things together. And you, with your company, Young Goose, have solved the challenge of getting NAD as a topical application, and you created some products, and there's some science behind it, which I'm going to get to in a second. But I want to stay on the topic of you know, the skin health and why skin health is much more than just an aesthetic thing. It's it's actually showing you a window towards your inner health. So explain what the the look of skin does in terms of what's happening on the inside. Yeah. Wow. That's an enormous topic. But we'll start with the fact that studies show that, you know, if we just look at a person and we try to gauge how old they are by the way that they look, most of the time we're right. That's actually astounding like the, the, on average uh what we call the the intelligence of the masses is off by a couple years i mean if you g gave 100 people to uh, to guess someone's age biological age for that matter they're going to be one or two years off so first of all anecdotally we can see how the skin is is a big uh mirror no pun intended to to how we are from the inside but why is that? It's kind of the same thing we talked about before about the body kind of preferring to support, you know, a specific organ and not another. Your skin, when you're in, in a rep reproductive age, so 
you know, you and I, we kind of love to go back and talk about like, you know, us as, as creatures evolving and, you know, how do we connect it to health and kind of understanding the root of us as, as human beings. And this is actually very interesting when we talk about the skin, because as long as we're in reproductive age, as long as we need to spread our seeds around, the skin is an organ that communicates vitality. There are studies, new studies about something called autoluminescence in the skin and the way that you can infer the health of, of the person through that. But in general, the skin signals uh, sexual vibrancy and youth. As we grow older, past that point, and, and we can talk about like our gut skin axis, we can talk about how, or brain skin axis, how these, how these highways, if they're not maintained correctly, it's because those organs are not functioning correctly, affect how our skin looks. Obviously, younger age would be acne, older age would be, you know, collagen production, etc. But, but aside from that, if we zoom out a little bit, when we pass the point of, of, of our peak sexual uh, point, what happens is the skin becomes more and more a protective organ, more and more an organ that is more like a barrier, more like taking the brunt of our exposure to environmental stressors, whether it is UV when we lived in caves, but now most of it, if we live in a city, it's pollution, it's EMF, artificial light, blue light. Actually, if you're not completely, completely what we call Fitzpatrick one skin type, which is completely white, uh, blue light can actually contribute to hyperpigmentation. So the skin becomes more and more a barrier organ and not a communication organ. And the problem with that, maybe on a superficial level, would be that it, it grows older and the body maintains it less. But there is actually an adverse or, or a reverse process that is happening because the skin kind of sacrifices itself as far as its ability to repair itself as far as its ability to kind of maintain its, its interaction with the environment, the skin also contributes to whole body aging. I mentioned before the skin, the gut skin axis and the brain skin axis. So the skin is actually one of the organs alongside the eyes and the ears, an organ that is exposed to the environment and is responsible of in relaying uh, signals from the environment back to your brain, back to your body. When our skin becomes old and we accumulate cells that are malfunctioning, especially cells that are called senescent cells, which are cells that are basically, are, I mentioned the police and the fire department before, so these cells are in jail, okay? They did not behave well, and now the body says, well, you could become cancerous, you can become dangerous. I'm going to put you in jail, you're in growth arrest. And they're also called, by the way, zombie cells. They're troublemakers. They are troublemakers. They infect other cells. They, they don't contribute to the organism. They only create inflammation. And they actually infect other cells in aging, literally in the disease aging. Bad influence. Bad influence. And your skin has the most amount of those senescent cells as you grow older. Obviously, it's the largest organ. It's also, you know, in our, in our modern day society, our skin is not exposed evenly to the sun. So we're not exposed most of the day to the sun, but when we are, it's very specific areas over and over and over again. So we accumulate those senescent cells in very specific areas. These areas then inf create inflammation, not only in the skin, 
but they start to create inflammation in the brain as well, especially in a place called the HPA, which is kind of a little like a computer room for that matter, for like a, like an operator, like a, yeah, like a call center for uh, interaction with the environment and hormones. So it starts to disrupt hormone production in the body, etc. So really, it's a snowball where in the beginning, we're aging, we're kind of, kind of creating damage in the skin and aging in the skin. And then the, it comes back to bite us, because the skin creates aging and inflammation in the body. Interesting. All right. We know the importance of the hypothalamus pituitary. It runs the show, controls your thyroid, adrenals, hormones, etc. What What is the mechanism between the skin and the hypothalamus pituitary? Like, what is that biochemical that process? Yeah. What exactly is happening there? So first of all, as, as we said, the skin has a, a innate uh, connection to the HPA, to the, to the hypothalamus pituitary axis, because it is responsible in relaying stressors from the environment, especially like UV and things that require us, by the way, light as well. Like we can talk about just as, as an anecdote, you could have a face mask when you're sleeping at night. If, the, if there is light in the room, you will not sleep as well because your skin is exposed to this light as well. So our skin has a direct connection to the HPA. What happens in the beginning as far as senescent cells, as far as these, these troublemakers, is that, let's go back and say, senescence is going to happen wherever cellular turnover is required, okay? Because if we don't repair those telomeres, they shorten and shorten the more we, the more we split the cell, okay? They kind of sacrifice themselves. And then what happens is when they kind of get sh too short, that's it, you're done, buddy, you're going to grow up the rest. One of the cells that it happens the fastest with are our melanocytes, our uh, pigment-creating cells, our immune cells uh, in the skin as well, and cells that are uh, blood cells in the skin or, or the, the cells around our blood vessels. So all of those things create inflammation. But what happens is that we are starting to get those inflammatory signaling molecules that are called SASP, they are starting to inflame, uh, the, to send inflammation markers back to the brain, back to, to the HPA. And that is normally something that is happening when there is a, a really big disruption in the body as far as hormonal disruption. It's like, it's not something that's, that's supposed to happen if you're healthy and, and, and youthful. So we are, we are really getting a disruption in hormone signaling to our body, but also obviously inflammation in the brain in general contributes to brain fog, impaired decision-making, which could then lead to not only, you know, a lot of the time we speak about, you know, specific uh, cascades of metabolic events, right? But really what uh, you and I, as, as you know, I, I am fascinated with the concept of decision fatigue and our ability to make good decisions daily, hourly, every minute, et cetera. And that is, I think, a, an even more important uh, subject to talk about. You know, when we talk about sleep a lot, yeah, we can talk about like, oh, you know, sleep really dysregulates uh, sugar. I mean, like insulin uh, secretion. Yeah, we can talk about like, you know, whatever you want. But really, what sleep does, you're going to make bad decisions. Okay. And that, that's actually supported by science. So 
we are not only getting like that direct correlation metabolically, but we're also getting a more holistic influence. And that is, by the way, one of Yangus, that's one of our main research and development endeavors are clearing those senescent cells, creating autophagy, creating uh, reawakening senescent cells as far as like, you know, you can kind of dial them back with, as we've learned in recent years, they don't have to be killed off, but either or, we're trying to do either or. I love it. You know, Dr. Pompa calls these senescent cells government workers that have been at their position for too long and now they're corrupt. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. But the good news are, as opposed to normally corrupt people, is that you can trust them again. And going back to Pompa, uh, Pompa is a, one of the, I, I think he's one of the oracles of the mTOR pathway. Actually, we had a conversation about it. And the way that you can interact with those with those cells for the most part is through the mTOR pathway. I mean, mm -hmm. if you click... Spurts kind of, of it. Yes, exactly. Actually, yeah. no, it's actually, it needs to, you kind of need to model it, modulate it on and off and on and off. And that is a way to... Like also, pul pulsate. Yeah. yeah, so like mTOR autophagy, mTOR autophagy, right? So we want to want to get a good balance there. That, that's where the magic actually happens to your point. It's like, get enough autophagy, get enough mTOR, don't get too much of either because that's not good, which is really different than what most people talk about, especially like in the keto and fasting space. They're really all about, on carnivore, really all about like autophagy, 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 and they kind of forget the other side. But then we have the bodybuilding side and fitness side that's all about mTOR, 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 and they forget the autophagy. So you're saying the balance is important. Yeah, I mean, first of all, we are, the, as we know, the larger the human, the less autophagy, isolated autophagy, uh, sorry, not the human, the larger the, the animal, the larger the organism, the, the less autophagy works in isolation, as far as longevity. I mean, it's, you know, C. elegans, it's extremely easy to increase their, their lifespan with, with fasting or calorie restriction. restriction. Yeah, yeah. But the the larger that organism you're working with, the less you can see those those results. And a lot of it is because we are not only programmed to survive, we're also programmed to be dominant within our environment. And you have to balance those two because we're not we're not designed for one or the other. We're designed to be dominant and then to have someone more dominant come along. And we need to kind of preserve ourselves and go back to, you know, this whatever it is, went away, okay, that's our time to be dominant again, and, and you know, and on and on. Yeah, and it makes total sense. And if you just think about the average person, they're in a mTOR, they're stuck in mTOR, they're stuck in growth, they need more of the opposite, right? But then people in our space are typically doing too much fasting. So either way, you got to balance it out. If you watch any of my videos on social media, you always see me with glasses on. And I always get the question, hey, why are you wearing those glasses? These are called blue light blocking glasses, and I wear them to protect my brain and my focus. You see, we are bombarded with stimulation, especially with junk light from your computer screen, your phone, fluorescent lights, and the brain has to filter that out. These glasses, what they do is they filter out those lights for you so your brain does not have to do the work. I equate this to having a web browser open with 100 tabs if you had 100 tabs open on your computer, that computer is going to run slow. But if you were able to eliminate 99 of those 100 tabs, and now you just have one tab open, that computer will function better. This is the same thing with your brain. So there's different types of blue light blocking glasses. There are computer glasses that you would wear 
during the day when working with screens and under artificial light. There are light sensitivity glasses that you would also wear during the day with screens and artificial light. And then you have the blue light blocking glasses, which I wear at night, two to three hours before I go to bed, which promotes hormone health, helps your body produce melatonin, and aids in better sleep. My go-to is from Bon Charge. They have the science to back it up. They look super cool. The glasses come in non-prescription, prescription, and reading options. Glasses for every need. Bon Charge also has other amazing products such as low blue light bulbs, red light therapy devices, EMF slash 5G protection, and 100% blackout sleep mask that I take with me when I travel all the time. The greatest thing about them, all backed up by science. They gave... Keto Camp Podcast listeners, a 15% off coupon code. All you need to do is head over to bondcharge.com slash ketocamp and use the coupon code ketocamp at checkout, no space in between, to get 15% off your entire order. We'll drop that link down below along with the coupon code. Go check them out and let's get back to this episode. So on the topic of skin health, what are, what are some things we should pay attention to? to see visually that somebody's skin, uh, somebody's health is just not as optimal as what they would like. Should we pay attention to, you mentioned acne in the earlier years. What about like uh, hyperpigmentation, like these brown spots or dark circles? Like what are some of the things that we should pay attention to with our skin? Okay, that's great. And, and you know, since you talk a lot about healthy metabolism, you know, there are so many things that we can talk about, but we can talk about like healthy metabolism and, and what we should notice in the skin. And first and foremost, I think it's less to your healthy and health conscious audience, but maybe if they, if they want to pass it on. First is skin tags. So skin tags are basically, so when we, we talk, I mentioned Devtor, so when we are in, in extremely anabolic state all the time, so we're in, in growth state all the time, these are basically kind of offshoots of that uh, growth, uh, constant growth state. So uh, that's something, if someone has skin tags, aside from their, probably they're, they're headed to type 2 diabetes, but aside from that, in general, it's, it's a kind of a sign that we're too much in, in mTOR. Uh, and probably you should you should go to a, see a doctor. Yeah, if you have skin tags, go get a fasting insulin. It's probably going to show that you're insulin resistant. Usually, usually it's you know synonymous with that. Yeah, yeah, or a CRP uh, um, uh, test. So that's number one. Number two, you did mention like uh, dark circles. So basically, the eyes in general are are fascinating because the skin is thinner. So we can. It's almost like our kind of little laboratory to see what's going on or what's going to happen in the rest of our skin, you know, sooner. And we're not going to talk about like if the person's like 15 year old and they have dark circles, that's like not a different issue, but that is pointing to a much starker problem, bigger problem. You should probably check like liver function, kidney function, et cetera. But we're talking about adults. And the reason I'm also excited to talk about it, because there's again, a direct correlation to metabolism, because what it means, one of the biggest factors in skin appearance is something called glycation or AGEs, which are advanced glycation end products. So glycation is a reaction that we get from consuming sugar. So these sugar molecules get attached to proteins. and They're very skin, sticky. Yeah. And they disrupt the function of those proteins and in the skin and also break them out, et cetera. So in the skin, what happens is, is that our skin becomes more rigid 
so that rigidity is we kind of uh, accumulate wrinkles through that rigidity. So collagen is not a wrinkle is not necessarily like loss of collagen. It's the movement of collagen. So you can think of it like a tectonic movement of plates that creates mountains and whatever. So that's a way to look at wrinkles. It's the inability of the skin to kind of to repair the movement of collagen. Okay. And the more the skin is rigid, it's like a dry rubber, right? That you've that you've played around with. You're creating movement that cannot kind of come back, or or it happens in wood as well. So that is number one. The more rigid the skin, the more wrinkles we're going to see, and we can see kind of skin rigidity if you if you know what the pinch test is when we pinch our skin here, or we can pinch our skin, you know, in the face, or we can just like smile really hard and then let go. The slower the skin kind of bounces back into place, that's part of rigidity. So the more rigid the skin is, the more glycation or AGEs have wreaked havoc on the skin. And our eyes, since they're more, that the skin there is thinner, the ratio of AGEs to skin cells or, you know, proteins is slightly higher. That's number one. That what it does as well, it becomes, the skin becomes thinner and it loses its structure. So not only that the skin is thinner and we can see dark circles because we can see the blood underneath, that puffiness is the caving of the structure. There's always pressure behind our eye sockets, behind our orbital bones. But the caving of that structure is what we look at as far as uh, glycation. And that is kind of how we create puffiness or how puffiness is being created, etc. So when you say when you say caving, you mean like the hollow eyes? That could happen, but even the uh, even puffiness itself that th- that is that structure not being able to hold the pressure behind it. Interesting. You know, you know what's fascinating, Amitai? When I was um, what five or six years ago, I was living in a house here in Miami that had nasty black mold, and I had all these dark circles, and my eyes were caved in uh, because of the mold. Uh, fascinating. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, um, mold and mercury toxicity and toxins in general. I had that too. Yeah. I had mercury toxic at the same time. So it was both. Yeah. Yeah. Are huge players in, in skin health. I mean, first of all, one of the best things that someone can do to their health is go through something like, you know, the, uh, the push catch system of like Quicksilver Scientific or any type of like, uh, uh, mercury detoxification, something like that, that's going to improve the skin dramatically. Why is that? It's because we are always playing the balance between kind of beneficial signals in the skin and static noise. And inflammation in general is a relayer of information. Our body communicates through through uh, inflammation. But when there is chronic inflammation or too much inflammation, that, you know, positive signals, th- those get dampened down because there's so much static noise around and also you're kind of burdening the system because there's always that static noise that that signals that something's wrong but the system cannot handle it so it kind of shuts down uh, little by little so as far as like our skin and and mold toxicity uh, mercury things like that most of the repair processes are not going to be able to function well because there is no you know positive communication between damage and repair. Makes sense. Makes total sense. Yeah. So, uh, okay. That's interesting. And what about cellulite and what about 
loose skin after weight loss? Is there a way to tighten that? Yeah, so they're very, very, very different since cellulite is more fascial, which you can work on. Fascia, I think, is is fascinating. It's definitely not my expertise, but what my expertise is to tell you to go see other professionals. So like, to go to somewhere that breaks down those fascial you know, fascial rigidity and, and, and can smooth out cellulite that exists. As far as loose skin after pregnancy or after weight loss in general, there is a um, point of, of, of no return, as we say. So a lot of the structures in the body, if we have gained too much weight, they're irreversible. One famous one is between kind of your belly button and reproductive area, especially if you're a woman, if you gained too much weight, that structure is now compromised. It, it has changed. And that is where, you know, surgery has to happen. I mean, there is no, that's already uh, irreversible. But the good news are, you know, we can treat that skin after surgery very well. If that's not the case, if it's just, if it's just uh, loose skin, there are things that can definitely tighten that skin. But I do remind you that we should have a healthy relationship with inflammation for that to happen, right? Because that loose skin does not have a way to communicate, hey, I'm loose, you know, tighten me. So first of all, we have to have something like microneedling or some kind of inflammation or stress associated in order to have that happen. Intermittent fasting in general is a great when we are losing weight. Obviously, there is this famous um, record of the guy that you know fasted for months and months. You know, a, a year, three hundred and eighty-two days. Yeah. yeah, I want to say a year, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to botch it. So Sitchin Panda uh, show had a research. The guy fasted a year, and he had almost little to no loose skin, and that's something that obviously don't fast for a year if, if you're not under supervision, but uh, or in general, but um, uh, th- that's something replicable. So you're, you're, you're referring to Sachin Panda. The, the gentleman that I'm talking about was from the 70s, and he's the Guinness World Record. So I think we're thinking about somebody different. But yeah. this gentleman also did not have loose skin from you know doing a, a long fast. Just Yeah, amazing. So yeah, as you can see, it's uh, replicable. And uh, that is something that definitely contributes to skin being tighter while, while we're losing weight. Okay, also because reduction of inflammation and that modulation of the mTOR pathway and everything that we spoke about until now. So everything kind of goes back to what we're talking about. But if we talk about like, okay, we have loose skin, that's, that's already a given. So what do we do? So things like uh, micro, micro needling, needling. Yep. so yeah, rolling a, micro, uh, a dermal roller on the skin, red and near infrared light. So most, like the one I have behind me now. So most people think that red and near infrared is some kind of like um, I don't I don't even know what most people think, but it's normally being thought of as something that lowers inflammation and you know is kind of more therapeutic and maybe for for pain or something like that. But the main thing that it does really is it releases um, oxidative stress from the mitochondria and causes like low level inflammation. That's why you can do too much of it. Yeah, like the sun, same thing. Yeah, the sun is obviously we have uh, UV, so that's that's a big issue in the sun, which we we would be needing much much sooner. Like w- w- it's very difficult to separate it in the sun, even if you've only exposed yourself to sunset and sunrise, you won't reach that limit. But if we have like a very strong like panel of red and infrared light, we can. So you know, standing 10, 20 minutes every day, making sure we expose the skin that we want to tighten, that would be extremely beneficial. 
we do want to make sure that we kind of uh, nurse the fat that we do have back into health, have more brown fat rather than white um, adipose tissue. And that we can do through cold exposure. We can go into hyperbaric chambers. Uh, obviously, uh, we need about two. Three, the uh, science shows that we can get results around two uh, atmospheres. So as far as the science shows, hard shell hyperbaric chambers are beneficial. And this, there's less science around soft shell uh, hyperbaric chambers that only reach like 1.3 atmospheres. So keep that in mind. Uh, exosomes, which are kind of derivatives of stem cells, uh, seem to help. And of course, even if we go ahead and do any kind of like um, skin reduction surgery, we still need to have like the best performing skin prior to this surgery. So even if, you know, you, a person feels like they're going to have to do a surgery, you need to understand that you were probably deprived of nutrients through your weight loss journey. And that would express itself in every organ and every cell. So your cells need to kind of perform at a, the highest level they can for you to have like very successful results from surgery. And that's something I think in general, when people go through a dietary change, and a lot of people, unless they went through keto camp, their ability to mind the P's and Q's, mind the little aspects of nutrition is limited. Also, if you kind of were a little bit like saving on money as far as like going through a program or, or being supported by a professional, it probably means that you didn't do, you know, your blood work every couple of months, every three months, which means that you don't know your, your baseline as far as like nutrient uh, that your body is holding on to, which is another issue. So you need to understand your skin's not performing optimally probably because of that and and that led to that extra skin or stretch marks in in general or anything like that since i mentioned stretch marks red light is amazing for that as well uh, also topical like hydration you could do crazy things like our a lot of people use our hyperbaric mask which which is like a crazy mask that increases cellular energy on uh, stretch marks, but it helps. But also, again, if we talk about like a, like a low budget version, we can apply uh, Vaseline on that or just pure cocoa butter. Uh, that would help as well. Uh, but all of that only will help if the stretch marks are still, are still circulating blood. You can think of them as a tear in the collagen matrix. But if they're white, it's already basically a scar. So again, there's, you could, fade out that scar. It's a completely different process, but all of those processes that we're talking about until now were, were repair supporting processes. Um, so they won't work if, this, if the stretch mark is, is white and not pink or red. Interesting. Yeah, that's a fantastic list of things to do if you have extra loose skin, cellulite, stretch marks. And then you could also throw on top of that build some muscle, right? Because that'll just help things uh, look a little bit more firm. So if it's like an area in your arm, build some muscle. Of course, if it's in your stomach, it's a different story. So that, that is terrific. I have a personal question before I want to get into your awesome products. The last few weeks, I've been getting a couple of pimples and I'm not a teenager, but uh, I've been getting like a couple of pimples on my forehead, uh, on my cheek here, uh, which is not common. And the only thing that's changed with me is I did a carnivore for January and I felt amazing 
like all my scores improved on my aura ring, but I did have more dairy. Um, so I don't know if it was that, but what are your thoughts on me getting some acne at this point in my life? I think it's, again, like I, I really like how we can kind of zoom out a little bit and explain it through that and get, then zoom back in and we'll see how it ties, everything ties together. So uh, the reason I'm saying it is because a lot of people, if they do any kind of like keto or carnivore diet it, off the bat and they want to lose weight because of that, they should probably lay off dairy because dairy has a conversion to IGF-1, which is insulin-like growth factor one, which aside from everything else, we, we mentioned bodybuilders, they consume a lot of precursors to IGF-1 or something like that because IGF-1 turns your body anabolic. So it wants to build. And that is part of what why you, if you consume dairy, even if it's raw dairy, by the way, um, mm, you are- Paul, Paul, are you listening, Paul? <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, even if even if it's uh, Paul, I don't know. You know, Paul is now uh, deep into cleaning a car after he. <laughs> we, we, we call well, it the. This is an inside joke. We call it the eleven hundred dollar protein shake. That's how exactly. much he's on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So even if it's uh, raw dairy, you are consuming uh, sugar molecules uh, within and within that things that would upregulate IGF one, um, and that would would cause acne because it also feeds he acne bacteria, which is the bacteria that causes acne. So what you're seeing is not necessarily acne. It is the inflammation associated with acne. And what it is associated with is a bacteria that's called P acne bacteria. One of the other things that, that you could do is use a product. If, if you're within that process, you know, it's part of what you're doing. You're going to consume more dairy. Like that's a statement. Uh, what you could do, is help your skin shed off uh, skin. So, so we're competing with that bacteria kind of accumulating and not letting our skin kind of shed. Uh, so if we're, we're applying topical or supplementing on CoQ10 and PQQ or any kind of mitochondrial support ingredient, that's going to help us kind of off-balance it aside from obviously uh, taking good good uh, probiotics, etc. I like a product uh, from a person that we talked about before from uh, Microbiome Labs. They have a product called Serene Skin, which is a specific probiotic for uh, skin health, and it's amazing for people who know that there is a connection between their acne and some digestive changes. So, highly recommend it. Really, even if it's for just skin health in general, I highly recommend that specifically. Um, aside from, you know, if someone needed another like uh, supplement, it would be Qualia Skin. Uh, so I take both of them and both of them are extremely important for skin health. That's good. Okay. Yeah. So I, I do think it was the dairy. Um, so what about sheep and goat dairy? Same issue? Yeah, because it's not necessarily related to casein, which is more dom- predominant in... in, in uh, a1 case in, in, in cow, but more about that sugar uh, molecules that are within dairy. Okay. Awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, you know, speaking of your products, is there something that you have that I could use for my acne? Yeah. So we did talk about, you know, the inflammation associated with, with the acne, right? Because we need to do two things. We need to eliminate the P acne bacteria, but 
it's already there. It already created inflammation, et cetera. So for that, we can use our green tea phytoserum, which we've designed actually to improve red light therapy, but it is also extremely anti-inflammatory and antimicrobial. Mm, I haven't tried that one yet. Okay, I see it here. Yeah, and we, we did mention shedding off dead skin. So one of the things that people take normally, obviously I'm against it, but people take for acne is vitamin A. What you would know it as is Accutane. So that is like an if, like a crazy form of vitamin A for them, which I'm very much against. Uh, but retinol, which we use bioretinol, which is very close to your body's you know production of retinol or vitamin A, is extremely important to help the body release dead skin. That is part of the reason we get, by the way, uh, um, acne when we're stressed is the the inability to uh, drive toxins out of the skin because we we have less lymphatic movement, but also because we are accumulating layers of dead skin. So if you're stressed, if you are underslept, and if you have some lymphatic problems, all of that, we actually really want to use retinol. Uh, Normally, it's going to make your red irritated or flaky. That's why our retinol is bound to biomimetic lipids, lipids that are normally comprising your skin barrier. Uh, And together, they're working magically. So it's as strong as prescription, but without any drawbacks like healing, irritation, things like that. Mm, so that's the bioretinol wrinkle and skin toning correcting serum. Correct. Okay, got it. Uh, interesting. Stress and the acne connection. Yeah, you know, I did have uh, January was also like a really busy month for me and there was a lot of uh, stress. So I think that could have contributed to as well. Okay, so I'm adding both of these to my cart. You also mentioned um, the NAD product. You, had, you actually have two of them. We spoke about the benefits of NAD. So why is yours different than other products out there? First of all, I love the, the the fact that we started a movement. So after us, any company under the sun tried to back engineer us from big to big to small. But uh, it's kind of, you know, uh, mimicry is the, the best form of flattery or whatever. So in general, as I said, NAD cannot, first of all, it's enormous. The molecule, it won't penetrate your pore. It's larger than a pore. So if you remember 10 years ago or 20 years ago, people talked about like collagen and creams and it kind of died off. Why is that? It's because it's too big. It's not going to get into the pore. So that's number one. Number two, even if it did, the body doesn't or or your skin doesn't have connections. It doesn't have, you know, uh, highways to transport NAD into the cell from, from outside of the cell. So how do we solve that? We first of all break down NAD to its you know, core components. We talked about NR and NMN. There's another one called marisol nicotinate, which is like something specifically that, that relates to the skin. But we nanosize them and we uh, wrap them in a lipid layer so they, they would be stable. Because all of those uh, precursors, part of the reason they're so effective in the body is because they're not stable. Body has a very easy time, you know, managing them and breaking them down and, 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 and using them. So they're, they're very reactive. So we have to have a kind of a, a gift wrap to get it into the body. First of all, they got, have to be small, but then they have to be wrapped in a gift wrap that the body only opens, you know, it's like a letter, op- only open me when, whatever. So that's what we're doing. So we can kind of code where we want it to go. That's why it's special. But then, as I said, we understand that NAD alone is only potential. And as we know, some people, you know, it's not only potential in life, it's mainly hard work, right? So the way that we do that is by adding things like 
uh, resveratrol, which we didn't even talk about wine. You know, resveratrol is normally toxic for the skin, but we ferment it and we make it so it is not. And then that kind of capitalizes on that extra NAD that we have. That is, if we talked about those genes and the, the everything like longevity uh, processes. So if NAD is their fuel, resveratrol is their gas battle pedal. So we can kind of accelerate those processes. We have a very special type of vitamin C there. Most people know L-ascorbic acid, which is a type of vitamin C, but actually this is a synthetic version of vitamin C that's not very good for the body. It increases iron in the body as well. Yep, depletes copper. Yep, not good. Yeah, not good. So we use uh, calcium ascorbate, which is like the best form, and we use another one that is much stronger in a, our our. Uh, Synolytic product is called Procare. It's a serum because 3% of what we're using is equi the equivalent of like 24% of L-ascorbic acid vitamin C. So we use, you know, a very effective types of, of vitamin C. The one, so just to pause you real quick, the vitamin C, is that the Bio-C peptide spray? Is that the one you're referring to? No. So, so what I'm referring to, so we have vitamin C in three products. We have it in our NAD in, in our NAD uh, cream, it's called Care, which is really, you can think of it as like a longevity supplement for the skin. Everyone should be using it. If you want to use one product, probably should be this one. And it has like, it's basically like the kitchen sink of, of longevity molecules for the skin. It has something specifically for telomeres. If anyone knows like a company called TA65, they use astragalus extract. We use astragalus extract. So, so that is kind of, that product, Care, which is a moisturizer. And that stands for, Care is great, it stands for Cellular Anti-Aging Repair and Energy. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. But we do have, and we have the Bio-C Peptide Spray, which is like, it's a toner as well. But it really, what we did was we looked at, do you know there is um, the, these thermal water, people pay like 10, 20 bucks to have aerosolized water. They buy it at like CVS have aerosolized water that they can spray on their face, but it's just water. So what we did is we said, okay, people who walk around, let's give them some benefits when they spray something on their face. This has peptides and it has water-soluble form of vitamin C that is like a, a, a little bit of sun protection. It's like, you know, it's like a three or four, SPF three or four. So it gives you some little bit of sun protection, but really what it does, if you're working in front of the computer, it protects you from the blue light from the screen. So this is called MAP. It's a water-soluble vitamin C. I didn't even mention that, but it's not very strong. What I did mention is a product called, we talked about senescent cells before. So, and I told you that one of our biggest projects is kind of clearing those senescent cells from the skin. And that's what's going to create dramatic results over time. Like if you wanted to take a three-year before and after, that's going to be the product that's going to give you the most bang for your buck. And that is called ProCare Senolytic Serum. And it has only four active ingredients as opposed to most of our products that have like, you know, a laundry list of them. But they're at very high concentration. So we have a THD, which is basically a precursor to the vitamin C that the body uses. Normally it's what exists in nature as far as fat-soluble vitamin C, but it is crazy potent. So 3% of it is like what people know as vitamin C. It's like 24% of any other, like of, of L-ascorbic acid, normal vitamin C. But we also have there lilac culture 
cell, cell culture that is very similar in, in structure to what metformin is, which is a diabetes drug that's also a longevity molecule. And we talked about our, our mitochondria. So this is a kind of workout for the mitochondria. It doesn't only increases mitochondrial function, it also actually increases the amount of mitochondria per cell. And last but not least, we have two you know, uh, plant-based extracts there that mimic rapamycin. They're rapalogs. They are senolytic. They clear senescent cells. And this is the only product in the world that has in vivo evidence, so in human evidence, that it clears senescent cells in the skin. And as a small company, let me tell you, it depleted our R&D budget for a while to prove that. So we are very passionate about it. But this is called ProCare. No, it sounds like care. Not They don't have the same things inside. We just really want people to use them together. So this serum is um, incredible. Uh, we talked about acne before. Because it improves skin performance so much, even though it doesn't have like direct connection to acne, it is one of the things that are going to resolve acne, especially like hormonal acne or late onset acne in the most dramatic fashion. Awesome. Man, yeah. I just love like the science behind these products. This is not your normal company right here. Seriously. I mean, the products are incredible. Um, I'm looking at the website now. I mean, I've been using a few of them. I'm going to add the hyperbaric mask to my cart, the green tea phytoserum. And you mentioned that putting the green tea serum on before red light, actually, you get bigger bang for your buck. Yeah. And and this is, I think it could be its own podcast. But really what happens is that, to make a long story short, as I said, the, the mitochondria kind of releases reactive oxygen species, oxidative stress when we're interacting with red light therapy. So in and on its own, that movement is very positive. And that also happens, by the way, when we're, when we're going carnivore, which is very interesting. But the accumulation of that type of oxidative stress is the ticking clock to how much time we can react or the potency of reaction to the red light therapy. So we don't want to eliminate the movement, but we want to eliminate these oxidative stress molecules after they have been expelled from the mitochondria, if it makes sense. Not only to experience a longer, like to be able to be exposed for a longer period of time and get results, also the, the amount of results can be improved. So we have at least twofold, some research shows tenfold uh, Im improvement in skin specific benefits if we use green tea two to five minutes before. But if we were to go even like crazier, as we know, we have a movement of skin tissue and fascia in any place in our body. And a lot of structures in the body rely on structured water in order to glide. So basically, there, we have like coating, two types of coating, a coating that is supposed to be sticky with that type of water, and a coating that's supposed to be um, gliding smooth. And as we grow older, both of them mix up, uh, especially like elastin, which is something similar to collagen, it's supposed to be gliding, become sticky, etc. And the combination of red light therapy, and that EGCG, which is a, the component that we like in that, which we have 98% of it in that um, green tea phytoserum, 
they can reverse that and reset it back into its its youthful state. So there is more than you know than just saying, oh, it you know it does this or that. There is like really deep science there. And what I want to say in each one of our products, what we are trying to do as well, and that's something that we rarely, rarely talk about. We're probably going to start talking about it in a few years when we feel people are ready for. We are trying to resolve stress and trauma that's being held in the skin. Wow. So, so trapped emotions in the skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, we don't really, we don't really talk about it a lot because I think most people, it could be too emotionally triggering for them or not interesting. That's it. But that's just me. And I don't think most people are ready for it. I think we should be like a big company that everyone's convinced that what we're doing is like, you know, crazy and, and, and helpful. And then we can start talking about it. But I just want to say that this is a big part of who we are as a company. Mm, that's, I love it. And, you know, some of Bruce Lipton's work, Dr. Bruce Lipton's work shows that um, these trapped emotions get, get stuck in your cells, right? Even skin cells. So to your point, we want to address it. You know, fasting is a way to do that with autophagy, but, and I'm sure you are actually, you know, cause your, your products are actually helping with autophagy. So there's some component there, but yeah, I love that idea because a lot of people have these trapped emotions. A lot of people are waiting on getting stem cell injections or things like that because of, you know, them worrying that there is some component that they're receiving from that person that they got the stem cells from. So, I mean, to be honest with you, I had stem cells twice, so I'm, I'm definitely not one of them. But I'm just saying that I think there is that field is going to grow, and um, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. So, for those listening and for those watching on YouTube, if you want to check out Young Goose and all the products, we even we even cover all of them. They have a, a great website with all their products. Um, Amitai hooked you all up with a coupon code, and that coupon code is Keto Camp. At checkout, campus spell with the K, you'll get 5% off your entire order. So we're going to drop a link for you in the notes. If you're on YouTube, it's in the video notes below. If you're on the podcast, it's in the notes. We'll put it right at the top with the coupon code. You also have a great podcast. I was recently on. We had a great conversation about metabolic flexibility called the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. And um, of course, your company is Young Goose. You and your lovely wife run it. You lecture and your wife lectures all over the place. Anywhere else they should go to check you out. I think Instagram is where we try to be the the most informative because it's so flex- flexible as a, as a you know as a platform. So young underscore goose underscore skincare, and that's mainly it. Um, podcast and Instagram are our two major. Awesome. We'll put, we'll put that down below. Are you going to be speaking at, at a KetoCon this year? Yeah, I'm going to be speaking at KetoCon and in uh, Health 100, which is also in, in Texas. And um, after that, sometimes in the summer, but for the next few months, that's those are the two. Awesome. I'll be at KetoCon too. For those who want to join us, uh, KetoCon.org. Uh, we do have a, a code for $50 off. It's just, it's KetoCamp, same code for your KetoCon ticket. Uh, last question, gratitude. I got to finish every episode with vitamin G. What are, you gra- what are you grateful for today? First of all, I'm grateful for the beautiful shirt you had the other day when you were talking about it. Oh, the vitamin G shirt? <laughs> I'm going to get yeah, you one. What's your, what's your t-shirt well, size? I'll get you one. Uh, large? You got it. I'll get you one. Amazing. So I'm grateful for that I found a way to support myself through uh, uh, contributing to others' self-love and self-esteem. I'm a very selfish person, and I understand that the only way that I can 
you know, enjoy life is if people around me are enjoying their lives and not suffering. So the more I contribute to others, the better I'm going to do quite literally. Um, so I'm very grateful to have found a way to do it in my line of work. Amen. And you are doing it, bro. Uh, I'm excited for what's to come. You guys are doing, you're always innovating and creating new things. So you are a, a good friend of mine. We both live in Miami. We both have dinner all the time and I'm grateful to continue the relationship. And thanks for coming on here, Amitai, and educating my community. What a great conversation. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure and I uh, enjoy every conversation with you. You're an amazing person and I'm very, very proud to, to call you my friend. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation and now you are well equipped to biohack your skin health. Share this episode with a friend, post it on social media. If you want to watch the video format, that could be found on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash keto camp. You can get Amitai's products. You could get Young Goose's products 5% off using keto camp at checkout and click the link in the podcast notes down below. We also included all of the notes and resources available, including Amitai's social media and go listen to their podcast, which is the Biohacking Beauty Podcast as well. If you have not left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating or a review yet, please do so as it really helps the show grow and change more lives. Thank you so much, Keto Camper, for listening to the entire episode. I'll see you on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.